this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK Show. On the Relax Back UK Show, we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. Hi, and thank you for joining me on the Relax Back UK Show this week. The topic is something that none of us can avoid that is, getting older. More specifically, recovery from exercise as we get on a bit. I've noticed that if I go for a little jog or what have you, do some exercise, it takes a little bit longer to uh, to get over it. I just feel stiff for longer. And please don't call it dot DOMS, delayed onset muscle stiffness. That's just people that want to sound clever calling being a bit stiff DOMS. So anyway, don't do that. You can if you want. It's just that it irritates me a little bit. Also, we'll be talking about repair from injury. Again, as we get older, as we get a bit older, it can take a little bit longer to recover from injuries. That's really re relevant to everyone, not just people as they get a bit older, recovering from injury of any sort, whether it's uh, from doing athletics or running or jogging or sport or just in everyday life. There is something there for everyone. Within a very short period of time, Dr. Rob had uh, diagnosed me as a ruptured tendon and basically turned around to me and said, we think that's the end of your career. My guest is James Greenwell, modern pentathlete and uh, world champion. After a, He had a very illustrious career as an elite athlete after very badly tearing his Achilles when training. We talk about how he managed to get himself back on track amongst lots of other things. Um, it's relevant to everyone, not just world champions. So please do stay tuned for a great show. Thank you. So James Greenwell is an, an elite athlete who really has done an awful lot in his modern pentathlon career. Um, so I took the easy way out and asked him to summarise some of his achievements. Well, yeah, sure, Mike. It's lovely to meet you. Um, so my, my background or my, my uh, sporting uh criteria now is I am a master. I am 50 years old. Uh, I've still been competing for Team GB. So in, in the sport of modern pentathlon, there's elements called uh, biathlon, which is run, swim, run. A sport called triathlon, which is shoot, swim, run. And then, of course, the full modern pentathlon. Um, I've been competing since the junior age. of. I started when I was 14, got my first uh, British title in the under-16s, went on to be junior uh, national champion at 19, three world championships as a, as a junior coming through the ranks before going straight into the senior world championships in Sheffield in 1994. That seems like an absolute lifetime ago. Um, continued competing right through to 2003. And it was 2003 when a uh, potential career-ending injury launched uh, my, my right. career now. Okay. But I returned well, to uh, returned to the sport in 20, uh, 2013 in, in the biathlon, triathlon, and so on and so forth. Since then, I've won a f uh, four world championships, uh, six European championships, and I think I've amassed some further 15, 16 national titles. I think we can safely say you're not a slouch, are you, James? You don't, you don't <laughs> just sit on the sofa. So, no, so, I, I, I am I just highly ask... motivated. Good. I want to ask a bit more about the pentathlon because actually I've spoken to another modern pentathlon giant, um, Greg White. In fact, ah. Professor Greg White. 
Yes. Now, and, um, the, the prof. Asking, shooting, swimming and fencing. The big prof, yeah. I, and um, he said, well, it's all things that an officer in the King's Army should be able to do. So yes. uh, I, I said, well, you're officer material then, are you, Greg? At which he kind of laughed. So I get asked the same question of you, James. Are you officer material? I would say I am, actually. Yes. Um, the, the prof is a dear, dear friend of mine. We competed together for uh, 10 years internationally. And actually, uh, Greg is uh, a co-founder of one of the brands here at, at On Group, uh, the Uperform brand, which we launched in lockdown um, when we really looking after our, our fellow elite athletes and um, making sure that we can get them or Team GB athletes recovering far faster than anybody else, giving us that GB advantage. Oh, I like the sound of a GB advantage. Yeah. So, but did you, did you train with Greg? Were you, you kind of in the same stable or, or compete yes. with him? What's the... Yeah, very much competed against him to, to start with because Greg's four and a half years older than me. Um, then as I came through the ranks, we competed together. So we were in the team in 1994 together as the four man team who went on to win silver medal at world championships. I was, uh, I was first, first year, in the senior then so i was fourth man but still still played a very key role uh and then okay. myself and greg and a wonderful athlete called richard phelps who um was a legend in the sport he came um uh fourth fifth and sixth i think it was at, uh, olympic games and then went on to become the world champion in 1993 um right. so that was I was just going to say, I do like occasionally like to ask the impossible question, slightly unfair question. So you were in the same stable as Greg, right? But who, who was better? Who, who well, was to better? Be fair, be fair, Greg was better. Yeah, he was better. He had it on the swim. He, he, he's, I mean, the interesting thing is, is uh, on a world level now, I'm considered the fastest man in the water, uh, nicknamed the shark. Um, but um, Greg was, Greg had it on the day back, back in those days. I think he, you know, the, the few years advantage on me, of that experience and the fact that he's a monster in the water um, gave him that edge. But the rest of the events, it was uh, six to one, half a dozen the other. Sure. All right. So you've described your illustrious career, but the fact is 20 years or so ago, maybe slightly longer, I'm not, it, it nearly all stopped. So it what did. what happened? Well, it was 2003. It was February. It was a cold morning. Uh, I was the men's captain at, at this point in time in the squad. Uh, we were on the track on a Saturday morning at Bath University. And we were out there going through the paces as a squad. And the then coach, uh, Christian, uh, who was uh, our national coach, basically turned to me and said, come on, James, your squad's being a little bit lazy this morning. Pick up the pace knowing full well that I lead by example and uh, pushed the front of the pack and up the pace and up the pace and up the pace. Unfortunately, Mike, I must have pushed a little bit too hard. And coming off the uh, final bend into the home straight at Bath University, I felt and heard a tear um, in my uh, right leg and literally dropped to the floor. The, the upshot of it was that I had ruptured my right Achilles tendon. And to put that in perspective for people listening imagine I'm taking a listening to this actually i'm i'm i'm, I'm physically going Ugh! yeah imagine taking a large kitchen knife and part flashing your achilles tendon that's what the experience uh, luckily it wasn't fully ruptured but it was a good partial rupture well i dropped to the floor 
Uh, my teammates ran back and was picked me up. Was it like a twang or a tear? What was the it noise? Was a tear. It was a rip. Imagine tearing a piece of paper. Like, it was that type of yeah. It was that uh, sensation. Um, I dropped to the floor, holding my ankle, screaming "Blue Murder." And um, the boys literally realized something significant was up, ran back and picked me up and, and actually carried me straight into the, the medical center at the Bath Uni. And uh, within a very short period of time, Dr. Rob had uh, diagnosed me as a ruptured tendon and basically turned around to me and said, we think that's the end of your career. Uh, and that's it. What is this on the same day? Like All, when you were... Within an hour. Within an oh, hour. God. Yeah. So it doesn't quite sound like a great bedside manner to me, though, James. No, but brutally honest is the way forward. You know, that's when I, I actually turned to Greg. I actually had the phone call with Greg uh, as, as I was being driven back home that day. And, and Greg said, well, look, the, you know, the reality is Doc Rob's probably right. You're not going to repair quick enough to finish off the season. And I knew it was going to be my last season anyway, to be fair, because the youth of the, the squad, the young men on the squad were coming through so fast. The reality is it was going to be my last year but uh, Greg pointed me in the direction of the research to, to instigate and that and he said well look the reason for you not repairing as fast as you would have done when you're 22 23 is the collagen in your body has depleted right and so what age point, were you at this point James I was when, grand old age of 31 Mike okay so you weren't that old <laughs> no, but what we understand now is I'd already lost about 15 to 16 percent of the natural collagen store in my body by the time I was 30. Uh, and, uh, and that's a slippery slope down. We, we basically lose about one and a half percent of our body store per year, every year ongoing. So okay. I'd already lost a considerable amount of glue in my body compared to the youngsters on the team. So, OK, so collagen is the kind of. Uh, the, the thing that we're, we're moving on to talk about. So, yeah, so what is it and what does it do in our body? Well, you know, it's, it's a misconception because when I say the word collagen now, when I'm doing TV interviews or education around the world, the thing that jumps to mind is skincare, skin creams, and potentially even uh, injections, line fillers, Botox, that type of scenario. But actually, people couldn't be further from the truth. The collagen is actually the primary structural protein that occurs in the human body. And it actually occurs in all mammals. So your cats and dogs and horses as well. But in human beings, collagen actually makes up of almost one third of our natural protein throughout our entire body. So that's your ligaments, tendons, muscles, cartilage, bone density, internal organs, and predominantly in tissue as well. Our dermal and epidermal layers of our skin can be up to 90% of the dry protein weight is actually collagen. And the interesting thing is, is there's different collagen types throughout the body. So effectively one collagen doesn't fit all. So it's about yeah. finding the right tool for the right job, as they say. So as we get older, we have less collagen in our body. Now, yeah. is, does, so does our does our body make collagen or do we have to ingest collagen? And well, what, you know, does that make a difference? Why does that make a difference as we get older? Well, Mike, that's a really good question. Now, the, the, the facts are 
that our body makes collagen abundantly and very, very quickly when we're young, right up to the point where we become fully grown. So around about that 20, 21 years old point when our bones are fully developed, our muscles are, are developed, and you know we're at a point where we stopped growing effectively. We're now in our youthful years, our teenage years, our body's natural production of collagen is very, very quick. And it needs to be because our body's breaking it down and it's breaking it down. It's utilizing that collagen molecule, that protein for growth, for, for bone density, for uh, bone growth, for muscle strength and so on and so forth. But when we get to that point where it's fully grown, it's almost as if the body recognizes we're fully developed. And at that point in time, the production of this incredible structural glue, this scaffolding of the body, shall we say, slows down in the human body. But of course, wear and tear doesn't slow down. In, in many cases, we actually become more active in our 20s and 30s. You know, the sport of triathlon is the fastest growing sport in the world. And more people take it up in their mid-20s through to the 30s than any other age group. So it's just a classic example of people becoming more active. Maybe we find the gym. Maybe we take up a park run or anything like that. So mm -hmm. your production slows down, but the wear and tear continues at a very, very fast rate. And because of that, we see this net loss of the collagen protein within our body. And it works out about a 1.5% loss. Now, if it stopped there, it would be great. 1.5% loss, no big deal. But it's 1.5% loss per year, every year, throughout our rest of our life cycle. So right, by so that grand old age effect. of 30, it is, yeah. Every single year, we're losing more and more and more. And the production is it's slowing like down. like interest when you're saving money. It, it, it's exactly that, exactly that. Um, so it's a slippery slope down. So by the grand old age of 30 years old, you've already lost about 15% mathematically. By the time you're 40, you're 30% down. And that point of middle age, of, which is about 50 years old, mathematically, you can be up to 40, 45% depleted in collagen. And then, of course, we have this incredible point where men and women start aging differently from a physiological point of view and a collagen depletion point of view. Uh, and then, and then that's, this is where I become the most hated man in the country, Mike, when I tell the ladies actually during that post-menopause period of uh, five years that collagen depletion in the female body accelerates so rapidly that they are actually aging from a collagen point of view four times faster than any other point in their life. Goodness me. All right. There's, there's, some of these facts are quite sobering and they're making me think of lots of questions. The, the first one um is is uh, all about me all right yeah <laughs> so okay I, I'm, I'm i'm a bit older than you i'm 56 okay and a few months ago i spent a month in the gym yeah um and i really enjoyed it actually and i felt like i got stronger i probably did get a bit stronger and my physique changed a bit but was this playing havoc with my collagen was i you know potentially doing myself damage well you know, that's a really interesting question. So I'll answer it in two parts. First of all, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you your mathematical, and it's only mathematical theory, about 54% of your total collagen store has been lost over longevity because of your age. So you're significantly lower. Now, there's loads of factors that people experience in their lifestyle that actually can speed up or slow down collagen production internally. So that would affect the amount being lost. I'll give you a few examples. Uh, training. Training utilizes collagen. It utilizes the protein for muscle repair and connective tissue stabilization. So that will be a use of collagen. Um, I don't know what your diet's like, Mike. 
Um, if it's very good and you're hitting your five a day every day, you're getting lots of fresh fruit and vegetables, lots of antioxidants into your diet, um, that will actually help your body produce collagen at a slightly faster rate. However, if you're nutrient deficient and you're not hitting your five a day, and you know, 34% of the country today will not eat a single serving of green food or fruit. So fruit and veg, not a single serving, 34%. It's quite scary. Well, hang on. Where, where, where does that statistic come from? Because I've got to say, I find it kind of hard to believe. Well, it's actually one of the national statistics. And, you know, we, we researched this here at uh, On Group um, to understand what the, the population of the United Kingdom is actually doing. Um, so, yeah, the, the statistics, national, uh, national statistics uh, agency is given the statistics 34%. Is, it, is on a normal day is the percentage of the population who won't actually eat a single piece of fruit or have anything green in their diet, which is horrendously scary because we yeah. need that to help their body support collagen production or, or protein synthesis, as it's called, the production of collagen and other proteins internally. So that will affect your collagen depletion. So coming back to your question of you're in the gym, will you get stronger? Over a month, if you maintained your training over a month, yeah, there's potential that you could potentially get stronger. Uh, you're training your muscles, you're making your muscles work for you, um, and there is a potential improvement in your muscle strength. Um, which is a really good thing. And it's not just the muscle strength. It's also weight-bearing exercise. If you're doing some little bit running, for example, as a warm-up, weight-bearing exercise that adds to bone density as well as your cardiovascular uh, fitness. So there okay. is multiple benefits for exercising. However, the downside is it does utilize collagen and it does increase wear and tear on your joints. You know, we're living in a... Um, an amazing place at the moment in time without the population of the UK hitting, I think it's 66, 67 million people. Um, and with that, the, the average age expectancy is rocketing up uh, because of improvements over the generations in the health service and medicines and so on and so forth. With longevity comes increased wear and tear. Now, right. you and I both know if, uh, if your car needs new tires, you just take it into the garage and, pay a few few hundred pounds potentially and, and you put a new set of tires on you're good to go again not quite the same with the human body um with longevity we're seeing an increased amount of things like hip replacements knee replacements joint health issues and so on and so forth so we really do need to address joint health especially and understanding that up to 50 percent of the protein found in your cartilage is collagen that, that light bulb moment is starting to go on. You know, right. it's like the breakdown of collagen as a structural protein, as the glue of your body in your cartilage allows cartilage to wear and tear. And of course, if you lose cartilage in your joint, bone is rubbing against bone and we get significant joint pain um, and the development of, of potentially osteoarthritis and so on and so forth. So the, the process of making collagen gets less efficient as we get older. That's, that's kind of... The bottom yeah. line is it yeah that's very much nail, nail head, hitting okay. the nail on the head so as you get older you've got to make sure you eat the stuff that helps to make the collagen which as you said right is is your five a day yeah um, as a minimum yeah all right so that's that, that's what we just need to do very few of us are doing it 34 yep. percent don't do any of it at all um yep. 
this sound, sounds like a disaster waiting for happen, to happen. We'll yeah. all be hobbling around when we're 80. Well, that is the potential. Um, and the key thing is that even if you have your fruit and veg, and even if you have foods that potentially can add to uh, collagen production, things like chicken broths and so on and so forth, it's the actual impact on the body's natural production of collagen is minimal. It, it, it can increase it, it can improve it, but it's minimal compared to what you can achieve with a collagen supplement. Right. And that's when the technology that's new to the world, and when I say new to the world, uh, back in 2003, I became the first elite athlete in the world ever to use a collagen hydrolysate and that's the key thing, hydrolysate um, product to see if it would help my body repair and recover. Prior to that point, there was no collagen marketed on, uh, you know, for a retail purchase. Okay. So when I reached out to the manufacturer of this new, new product and said, hey, look, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do, I do for a living as a modern pentathlete. Um, this is what's happened. Um, I, I would like to... Um, trial your product effectively absolutely i mean they didn't send me a a jar of capsules or anything like that they sent me a bag of white powder because nobody had turned it into a marketable um, product at that point so i literally became the first person i was the guinea pig uh which didn't go down very well with team coach because he was scared stiff that i would be taking this white powder um uh, and then the next thing i would be banned for drugs or something like that you know and then it would be shame on Team GB British captain uh, banned for taking uh, an untried and untested substance. But I took the point it was either make or break. So it was either going to work and I could return or it wasn't going to work. And that was game over retirement. Okay. well, in a moment, I want to get more details of your return. But first off, I just want to ask you, you you were the you were the guinea pig. You've been taking this stuff for 20 years. It's done you Um, done you wonders. Yeah, yeah, it really has. Scientifically. You know, yeah. that's pretty much anecdotal. We've got an N of one. Um, mm. Any more yeah, I mean, evidence? The, the, key, the key thing is uh, we have to look now because technology and collagen peptides has moved on dramatically since the very first time I used a collagen hydrolysate peptide. Um, and in 2015, things changed globally um, in the collagen industry. It was a, what we, we classify as a game changer. Now, in 2015, the launch of a particular peptide called Verisol B came to light. Now, Verisol B is the first and foremost peptide in the beauty industry. Now, I'm going to clarify that. You're saying peptide. That's a sort of collagen, is it? So a peptide is effectively a snip of a protein. So if we put this into a very clear and basic science, if we look at what a protein is, it's a chain of 18 amino acid profiles so all your natural uh, amino acids that occur in nature uh, occur in in a, a protein now what technology can now do is look at a number of those and snip that uh, chain of amino acid to a smaller chain so let's say for example 1 to 18 is your uh, is your protein we'll snip maybe 1 to 7 and that becomes a peptide that is what's going to address certain areas of the body. So let's run around the body very quickly. Skin is type 1 collagen. That might be hypothetically 1 to 7. Uh, connective tissue 
cartilage is two different things. So cartilage is type two. That might be five to 12. And then connective tissue, your ligaments, your tendons, your muscles, that's type three collagen. So that's a slightly different area. And that might be, for example, 13 up to 18. So what technology can do is we snip that protein chain to make it a smaller, more targeted um, spring of amino acids that can specifically target different areas in the body. And with this term I keep on coming back to, hydrolysate or hydrolysis, means we can absorb this molecule far more effectively because they're a smaller molecule, a lighter okay. molecular weight, which is referred to as a Dalton. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so sorry, I, in I interrupted you. Um, that's right. <laughs> and then you gave that little explanation. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. So what we what we look at now is this incredible uh, array of different collagen peptides. And that's when it comes, comes very interesting because we are in an unregulated industry. So it's very much down to the, the brands and the companies to whether or not they want to declare their science or not, or whether they only choose to use the science supplied to them by the manufacturers of the ingredient himself, which obviously is clearly biased. So we are at On Group, and we have a number of brands here, Mike. We have Protocol, which is the, the leading beauty brand uh, in the UK and, and globally. We're over in 20 countries now, which is an incredible adventure for the, for the business. But we also have that brand called You Perform, uh, which is what I started with Greg in lockdown. And that's very right. much targeted towards our, our people who like to be more active, whether you're a gym goer or a, a, you know, an active athlete or even a, a, an Olympic athlete or Olympic champion. Because we actually had three of those in Tokyo using our You Perform products. But what okay. we have is different. So th this, isn't, this isn't classed as cheating yet? No, no. It's actually informed sports tested. Now, okay. which means the product is actually approved for use by Olympic and professional athletes. So okay. the, U, the U Perform range is the range that we've had tested. Uh, a number of the products are tested. The, the, the active collagen gels, the, the, the protein, the collagen formulation, and so on and so forth. They've been tested for elite athletes, and it's all cleared. That's the good news. Um, whereas in, in protocol, we use a, a different array of collagen peptides uh, for beauty. Um, because you get better results. Now, the key thing is, I'm sure you've heard the expression before, use the right tool for the right job. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't try and bang a screw into the wall with a hammer. You'd use a screwdriver. It's the right job, uh, the right tool for the job. So, and likewise, what we understand now at On Group with all our collagen um, ranges, the beauty range, protocol, the sports range you perform, and, and even now a range for your cats and dogs and horses, it's called Vetrition. It's a totally different collagen peptide designed for our furry friends. We're all about getting the right tool, the right job, because it's a misconception that one type of collagen fits all. It simply doesn't, and it doesn't work like that. And Mike, over the 20 years that I've been studying collagen and, and lecturing at the World Collagen Conference and and on television around the world, um, I've lost count of the number of times that um, people have said to me, oh, I've tried a collagen and it didn't work. And I have to go back to them and ask them, what type of collagen was it? Where was it sourced? What is the, 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 the grade of the peptide? Because we do see a lot of cheap grade marine collagen entering the UK. It's made and manufactured in China. It's 
a byproduct of the fishing industry and it's basically mm -hmm. sea waste uh, and when i say sea waste it's things like it's not just the actual fish and bones that they're actually trying to derive the collagen from they might throw anything in there they might throw um jellyfish in there they might throw uh sharks that have been caught by accident for example even, even dolphin waste which is you know totally unacceptable in my opinion so it's very very important to understand where the source of collagen comes from is there independent scientific evidence about that particular source of collagen then it how is the manufacturing process carried out because you can hydrolyze by using heat you can hydrolyze by using acidity, or you can use an enzymatic process to get the end result, which is the reduced collagen molecule size. Okay, and which which of those is, is best? I can I can imagine uh, if well, you use heat, that might denature collagen, or you know. Correct, correct. I mean, they they, they can all create an end result, but um, what we do is we work with one of the world's leading manufacturers of the raw material, and they use an enzymatic process. And um, they actually produce the highest grade of collagen available. And the interesting and what the reason I can say that is because Verisol B is the only grade of collagen hydrolysate in the world that has got independent clinical studies upon it that will are, are significant. So I'll give an example, Mike. Um, using Verisol B at the clinical grade and clinical dose of 2,500 milligrams per day. There's independent science that says we can tighten skin elasticity by some 15% in just 30 days. Now, that second study continued on a reduction in the total volume of lines and wrinkles measured. So it's not a perception study. It's a measured independent clinical study, a reduction of over 20% of the total volume of lines and wrinkles in 56 days. But the interesting thing is for me personally, because the, the beauty claims are amazing. What's really interesting is Verisol B is the only grade of collagen peptide that actually stimulates your body's natural internal production. You know, we talked about the fruit and veg being really important yeah. and not having too much sugar in your diet because that inhibits collagen pro um, production. Verisol B is actually proven to stimulate your body's natural internal production of collagen by some 65% over and above where you are today. So if you're not taking a collagen supplement in any shape or form, Mike, we put you on a, a eight-week program of Verisol B at that clinical dose of 2,500 milligrams per day, which is effectively in, in our beauty collagen, that's four capsules a day. That's a daily dose. Um, we can kickstart your body's natural production by some 65% within eight week period. The impact of that on your body is going to be significant. So the side effects you'll notice are things like improvement skin elasticity, reduction in lines and ripples. You may even notice things like your nails growing faster, your hair growing thicker and faster. Um, and then of course, um, you, you you can see lots more benefits throughout your body. And, and we have to look at the different uh, elements in the body, different sources of collagen, where it's occurring and, and how robust that collagen is. You know, with its skin was nice and soft and squidgy, very fine fibers. 
You're going from muscles to get more robust, tendons stronger again, ligaments yet again. And then, of course, cartilage is a very, very strong uh, collagen yeah. fibrous area. James, I've got, I can think of many more questions that I'd like to ask you about the scientific nature of things. But the, the, the fact is we're running out of time a little bit. So if people are listening to this and thinking, oh, I might like to look at some of that uh, research and see if it's peer reviewed. Are there any links on your website? Yeah, we publish all the clinical uh, science on on protocol.com and on youperform.co.uk. Um, we're, we're one of the only companies uh, in the world, actually, Mike, that are, will publish all the independent clinical double-blind against placebo studies. People can jump on board. They can read about the, uh, the, the science behind collagen. It's all independent. Uh, and then they can understand why we use a combination of different collagen peptides within the products. All right. So getting the I, right tool, the right job. I, I, I approve of you having those links big time. One, one final question. A, f- a friend of mine, actually, he, he's staying with me at the minute. He's 61 and he's yeah. been suffering for the last few months with a, an Achilles heel pain, Achilles, his attendant. So he said, ask, ask James about me. What should I do? Should I start taking some of this stuff? Yes, absolutely. And Mike, do you know, that's a good question. Uh, and yes, he should. And what I would do is actually because he's Achilles tendon injury, I would actually direct him to our sporting collagen because we have the different collagen peptides in that range. And there's actually four different pe- peptides available from youperform.co.uk. Um, so I would direct him to the youperform website to go and have a look at the science and the products. The active collagen gel would be the one for him that delivers eight thousand milligrams of collagen peptides way 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 above the clinical dose required and it's that product has two different peptides in it one targeting the production of collagen internally in the body the varicel b and then another one called tenderfort which is for that connective tissue and what we, we can do is we can actually uh, we can actually allow him and all your your listeners to have a very special discount we're going to put it they use the, ter- the code radio 20 on you perform and guess what that will give them a 20 percent discount so um fantastic all right but that's I, the I, one I... for all the athletes and sporting injuries because the peptides are being targeted towards that particular uh level of injury a much higher dose of collagen that's what required but you know as i say to everybody don't expect this to happen overnight it's like going to the gym you, you get, need to go to the gym i re I, ideally for about three weeks to get fit um, it takes time to rebuild the collagen in your body, especially with longevity. So the key thing is if, you know, if we're looking at him at 60 years old, he started to lose collagen at 20. That means there's 40 years of aging there. That's a significant loss. Maybe 50, even 60% of the collagen in his body has depleted yeah. since the age of 20 years old. Right. I, I, I will pass that information on. So look, thank you very much indeed for chatting. Absolutely, fabulously interesting. And uh, I, I'm pleased to send my regards to the prof, Prof Greg, as well. I, I will. I'll be speaking to him later on today. <laughs> Very good. All right. So, um, yeah, m- many, many thanks for, for your time. Thanks, Mike. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much to my guest on this week's show. That's James Greenwell, um, modern pentathlon world champion and founder of You Perform. We spoke about all kinds of interesting stuff, including collagen and what it uh, what it does for the body and how useful it is. And do remember the the code he gave you, Radio Twenty. Uh, if you go to the website You Perform 
and you put in the code radio 20 that will get 20% off anything you buy there so once again many thanks to James and thank you to you for listening Thank you for listening and please do join us again next time.